Hi, welcome back to Let's Talk Tower Movies. It's your host, Ramya and Eshrit. Today we're talking about each of our favorite gangster movies. So, you can go first with your movie. So, I don't know if you saw this coming, but the movie I chose was For the Birthday. And it's by Silver oh, Diver. Wow. Yeah, and I, yep. And it has Stanish in there, yeah. What movie did you choose? I chose Nigan. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that coming hundred percent. I was about to watch it just so I can be like, uh, I don't, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. But then I was like, oh well. I tried. Uh, <laughs> I tried to like Google like other gangster town movies, but yeah. I just I couldn't. So yeah, that's the movie I ended up okay, choosing. Okay. Yeah, so uh, we'll start off by giving a small summary of our movies and. By the way, there will be loads of spoilers in this episode just because these movies did come out a while ago. So the chances are you watched it, and if you haven't, shame on you. <laughs> so the movie, so Pudu Birthday, it's directed by Silver Raghavan, like I said, and it has Tanush, Sonia Agarwal, uh, Sneha in it, and it, it has a couple of other people as well. And it's basically about how a high school kid, his mom gets killed by his dad and then he runs away from his dad because he's scared his dad's gonna kill him and then he becomes a beggar and then he ends up accidentally getting caught with a group of drug dealers and he ends up actually joining the gang and he slowly becomes a gangster himself so and he goes from being a high school kid who's innocent to becoming this guy who's willing to kill people to get power and money and yeah that's pretty much the the main story that's what it's about and so he some stuff does happen like he does end up making loads of enemies and he ends up having to hide at some parts some parts he has to actually fight it out and he does end up marrying two people in this film so first he marries Sonia Agarwal which is his best friend's sister and he kind of does it without getting a permission or anything. And then the other one is when he marries this cool girl, which is Neha. And he only does he does it after he finds out she's pregnant with this uh, child. And then by the end, he ends up having n- neither of them with him. And he ends up having to give his child away. So it kind of shows the ups and downs of being a gangster as well. And it's like a really raw kind of movie. And... Literally, the for the movie, the is it what what is it called? Like you know how they have like a tagline or whatever. Graphic? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, like you know, under the movie name, sometimes they put a tagline, right? Like a slogan. Yeah, slogan. That's it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, this one is survival of the fittest. So it's literally saying how he has to fight and kill certain people to get to basically stay alive once he becomes. Once yeah. he's in, once he starts being part of gangs, he's going to have to basically kill people to survive. But yeah, it's a really dark war movie, and Classic once you watch movie. it, you come out. Yeah, you just like go. But yeah, do you want to summarize your movie? Good stuff. All right, so my uh, film is Nigan, which is a 1987 film by Money Right So this is when he wasn't very established, but he was definitely, you know, he's had some films behind him already. And this was probably his first gangster movie. Um, at the time, it was a huge success. And this movie is basically about Kamal Hassan, who is also a kid 
killed someone and ran away. He runs away to actually do Mumbai, I believe. So, yeah, Bombay, actually, at that time. Uh, so he runs away to Bombay, where he's raised in a slum. And that's where he starts realizing power. And he starts realizing how you should do good things for other people. And it's because of the way he was raised. The person who did raise him also was like that. So you basically just see this transformation of this young kid who ends up becoming a Don. And it goes through all of his life stages of life. So he ends up at the very end. I think he has a grandson by the, by the end too. So it's just the transformation. And I do believe it's loosely based off of Real Gangster. And yeah, I think that's it. I don't really want to go into the specifics yet. That's all I have to say for the summary so far. And yeah, so we'll say why we chose them, basically. So I'm going to start off by saying I really liked how... So as soon as the movie starts, you kind of can see the lighting and stuff like that. How they choose different kind of lighting for different parts of the movie and like scenes. So they use like red, green and blue a lot. And like whenever he's in danger and stuff like that, they show red a lot. And then green comes in a lot when they... So when he's happy or like when he has an opportunity coming and... He gains something from it. So it's like loads of little hidden details and things like that. They added it in the movie. And basically they use the lighting to reflect Danush's mood and whatever's happening to him. And it's something you notice is like sometimes you know they do stuff in movies. And unless you actually care about this stuff, you don't notice it. But in this one, you actually notice it. And I liked how... Okay, so one big thing I liked was Danush's acting. I only watched this once I was older. I didn't watch it as a kid, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure no kid would have watched it and they shouldn't have watched it if they did. Oh, yeah, so his acting was really well. Like, especially, I think he hadn't done that many movies and he was able to show this kind of acting. And it was actually probably did more than before that, by that time. But, and he does, in interviews, he does say how he basically just, his brother would act in front of him and he just literally just copies him. I really loved his acting and even the other characters. So like his friends and stuff, when they're disappointed in him and stuff like that, it comes through really well. And one big thing was how like the story seems kind of realistic as in it doesn't show someone just go from like nothing to the top, right? It shows him actually what he has to go through and what he loses from becoming a gangster even wait do you remember much of this movie that's a big question yeah okay okay so you know when after he marries Sonia Agarwal mm-hmm. the next day he goes to his office it's not really his office but you know yeah, his building yeah yeah. yeah yeah and then they're, they're like coming to him saying that they need to kill someone and he's like uh he just got married and you guys are he's telling so me happy. to yeah yeah he's so happy He's married and he doesn't want... He wants to live a normal life at that part. He's thinking, I wish I was living a normal life. And then, so kind of... She was like, even if he's a gangster and he's at the top, he still wants... Right. At times wants to be a normal person so he can live life normally. And obviously after that, Sneha comes in and says she's pregnant. So <laughs> his life is crazy, oh, but... I thought it was before that. Never mind, yeah. Yeah, it was... Oh. Uh, yeah, it was uh, And then he, he ends up marrying her just so he doesn't... His son doesn't get get made fun of and so the reason why i chose this movie was because of kamasan's acting so kamasan plays a character called sakti so they call him Delu, and 
in the very beginning of the movie, his acting, in a sense, is like he's a very uptight guy. He doesn't really, like, get along with... Not get along, he's just a very uptight guy. But then throughout the movie, you start seeing what aspects of his age has changed him as well. So I thought that was nice. Like, you didn't genuinely see just a guy look the same throughout his life. Like, he changes his appearance, his characteristics, everything changes as well. He even, I think, gained weight to look like an older person. And what else is there? Oh, I really liked the character of Vele. So throughout the movie, he questions, the person that who raises him, he questions, like, are you doing the good thing? Like, are you doing the right thing? And the person, that guy says, yeah, I'm doing... No, he didn't say yeah. He said, if it's going to help other people, then yeah, I'm going to do it. So you see this theme go throughout the movie. And I thought that was nice, too. So whether Velo gets, he, I believe when he gets, like, married, he questions it. And then his daughter questions him with that. And then at the very end, his grandson questions him. But throughout the movie, he says, yes, I'm doing the right thing. Yes, I'm doing the right thing. But at the very end, he says, I don't know. So I thought that was nice. It wasn't something that they mentioned once or twice. It was something that was repeated throughout the transformation of him becoming a Don. So that was cool. What else do you have? Oh, one fun thing, in fact, I was going to say was, so you know who did who did the cinematography for your movie? PC Shiro. And guess who did it for for the birthday? One of his interns. Really? <laughs> no, one of oh, his interns. Okay. So it's like okay. 10 years later, someone's doing, one of his interns end up, ends up doing a, a gangster movie. That's kind of cool. Yeah. But you can uh, see the similarities of both the movies in a sense of them just transforming instead of them, you know, starting off young and then just becoming a gangster randomly. It's like yeah. both the movies explain that really well. So one thing I liked, I think I liked Pudifote more than Nigan was how, so Nigan, he's more, uh, he's kind of like a Robin Hood, right? In a way, as in he tries to help the poor or people in need, doesn't he? Yeah, because he's not crazy like Danush and Pudifote. Yeah, yeah but, but that's what I mean. As in a gangster, normally <laughs> right. like, you would think of someone who's willing to ruthlessly kill anyone just for power and money. Right. And that's yeah. what literally Danush does in this movie. Mm-hmm. While Nagan is more of, it has a sentimental part to it too, right? And yeah, which is why I thought that's a more relatable movie. He's a gangster and he doesn't, even at the very end, he never portrays himself with that much power. Like he's still relatable. People still go and ask him for help. So I feel like at the time, the definition of a gangster was anyone who was helping the society, but government officials or government didn't see that. Yeah, that's true, but it's yeah that that's why I thought Pedipede was better, just because it shows more of a it seemed like a more accurate representation of a gangster. Mm-hmm. But I guess Nigan was a nicer gangster then. Yes, but. he was a very nice person. Okay, because even in the beginning when he actually let me rephrase this when he the first stage of him becoming a gangster he did it because the police or someone attacked the person that was raising him. So he was kind of selfish in a sense of, you hurt someone I love, I'm going to hurt you. It started off like that, but then it ended up being him helping the entire community. So he might have started it off for selfish reasons, but by the very end, it was for everyone too. But he was a gangster who questioned everything he did. So he did question if I'm doing this, if this is right or wrong. He was ethically or morally correct. So I thought that was nice. Do you think there was anything in particular that you thought was 
bets I like and then in for the birthday? Everything. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> no, you can't um, say it. <laughs> <laughs> so the the huge like downfall for me of Pudibete was how psycho the character Danush played, but I get it. Like that's what the character does. That's what made him get more power, right? Yeah. So you can't complain about that, but when you watch a film night and you see how calm and like upholding this dawn in a sense is and he gets everything done like he's still at the end of the day like he's still like killing people and whatnot but he's just much more maybe it's just the age thing he's much more calmer about doing it while like remember when he went in Pudibeta when Danish drops off the kid is there a fight scene before yeah. that or after that I don't remember when the fight scene happens but there's a scene where he's just going crazy and killing I think people. it's after oh, okay all right, yeah, so I thought that scene was just... I get what it did for the movie. It was just... It showed how unstable he was. The movie is pretty much about his, how unstable his life was. So, mm-hmm. because you know how he ends up leaving his... It starts at that point when he runs away from his house because his mom got killed. From that point onwards, his life is unstable. As in, he doesn't know what he's doing. He just wants to survive, literally. So, so it's night again, too, right? Velu, his dad dies in front of him. He kills the cop who killed the dad, and he ran away. So he's also from an unstable place too, but he's just a bit more constrained and sensible. Yeah, but how many people are gonna actually be like that if right, right. that yeah, happened? I, I get that. And realistically, I get that. It's just when it comes to a movie, I just feel like you should have your stuff together by that. Yeah, but, but I guess that's why this movie didn't do well as well, just because it was. So it was more realistic, as in, you wouldn't want to see someone destroy themselves like Danish does in this movie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. One big um, difference is uh, Nigan and uh, Puttipate's music. Hey, hey, so you know what? Nigan's music, Iliraja did it, and Yuvashankaraja did it for him. So without Iliraja, Yuvashankaraja would never got this. Yeah, but music-wise, okay, I know I did like Nigan music as well. But there were things about this, and plus even Kamala Hassan sang a song in this. You have to yeah, get some yes, kind of yes, thing for I this. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, I didn't choose this right. Okay, yep, yep. I agree. I agree that overall, in my opinion, the album for Putipeta was better than Nayagin's album. And plus but, it was more recent as well, so we probably heard this one yeah. more than Nayagin yeah, was. Yeah, yeah but... But Tenpai Ni Chimele, it itself just kills it. The only thing that about Nayagan was that this song made the whole movie. Like mm-hmm. any time that any sad moment happened, it was the only music that they played. So I thought in that sense, he could have had a bit of variety. But it also what gave that song that much power for the movie too. Yeah, like when you oh, hear I, that song, or even if you hear the BGM for that song, you think of the movie straight away, right? Yeah, exactly. So I thought that, like, you know, when you hear that song, you're thinking of this movie. So he did it in one song. He didn't have to have an album. He did it in one song. But even even BGM in this movie was like he did, the, you know, the selling dope BGM where when, this, when he starts selling, like, the drugs and stuff, they play a BGM. Yeah. That sounds... Yeah. It, it was kind of new for the time as well. That's the thing I liked about you and his 
put Tamil cinema especially, it was different at that time. And that's one really good thing about this movie. It was, it kind of had really different things that you don't usually see in a movie. And even so there's Clash of Titans. But you know when he ends up, when him and his gang go to this place to put posters and the enemy clan, uh, gang sees oh, it. Yeah. yeah, and then they start beating him up and he's bleeding all over. And then suddenly the enemy's brother comes to finish him up and then Danush hits him and then hits him twice, I think, and he dies straight away. And they play this crazy BGM. Yeah, it was, I think they probably used like, instruments that they don't usually use in movies at, at that time. So, and I think after this, people didn't, obviously didn't really try to do movies like this. Just be, I think it was mainly because it didn't do that well, so they were scared to make a loss. Oh, uh, one of the other things I liked about Nigan was, even though he was a big Don, he still, he wasn't dressed up like a gangster. Like, he wasn't suited up, he didn't wear sunglasses, he didn't have a beard. He literally just wore a verti, he goes to the temple, he prays, and I thought, that was another relatable thing to ordinary people, right? And that also would have been the reason why people liked him in the society too. So I thought that was nice. Like, we didn't have to see a crazy guy with the knife in his hand all the time just to show that he's a gangster. They did it in other ways throughout the movie. <laughs> Danish had a massive knife. Like, yeah. it's literally a sword at that point. The whole movie. I don't even know how he kept it in the back of his shirt at some points. <laughs> but I yeah. knew somehow yeah. managed to keep it. Exactly. Other than that, when he doesn't have a knife, he does look like a simple guy. Maybe just because of how Danish normally looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he does look that's... like a simple um guy. But yeah, when he has that massive sword. It just looks funny at some parts, but he's just mm-hmm. carrying it for no reason. But yeah. yeah, so you see, he didn't have to do that. And he still, the character still brought out the gangster vibe, for sure. But I think probably the reason they had to do it was because Danish was kind of, he was really skinny and stuff, so they had yeah. to make him look kind of gangsterish in some way. I know there's there are gangs who are obviously actually thinner than him and like super yeah. skinny, it's just that... For a movie thing, usually gangsters aren't like this way, so... Yeah, I think both of them were definitely away from the looking like a gangster. It's just... One of the other things I liked about this movie was the theme... Uh, no, I can't say the theme, but throughout the movie, he is very lonely. Like, in the beginning, he's alone, and even though he finds people that he loves, he still ends up being alone. And that's when, also, like, they <laughs> play the song, and it's just sad. But I thought that was nice because it keeps coming back to the idea of, you know, him having this much power, this much money and like helping people around him. He still wasn't able to keep the people he loves around him all the time. I guess that's something common with a lot like gangsters everywhere. But even in Puzzlebird, it's like that way. He has power and then he has to give up his child because he's, mm. he doesn't want it. And he even says yeah, like... Yeah, but he had Sneha. And he was greedy. No, no, no. Before that, he was greedy. And he wanted Sonia... What's her name? Agro? Yeah, yeah, He wanted her, right? Like, that was so unnecessary. You could have been happy with the person who loved you. So, I'm pretty sure maybe if if Sonia wasn't pregnant, I think he might have just stayed with Sonia. But just because she was pregnant. So, the thing is, like, Danush, um, like, Koki Kuma is character in this movie, whenever there's an opportunity, he just tries to take it. That's the, I think that was his 
downfall as well as like the reason he got here was because he took his took the opportunities but that was his downfall as well i guess if if there was like a fight between these two characters that should uh, will probably do something stupid and just die yeah for sure it's also that people you said before in this movie in now again there's a lot of emotional scenes as well and he's very emotional about his family so is Thanos and Budapeta but he only had a kid in a different way like, as well yeah no he really liked his kid too right he wanted the kid to have a normal life he just couldn't oh that part, yeah, 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 yeah yeah but in this movie you see how Velu's character he loves his kids he loves his family and he doesn't want them to have the life he has and he tries to make sure that that's not their their life never ends up like this but when things starts to go downhill his daughter wasn't raised by him she was actually raised in madras and when she yeah. comes back she starts clashing with them and she doesn't get along with them and i thought that was nice to see someone he really loves and he upholds doesn't agree to the things he does and no one in the movie disagrees with anything he does i thought that was like a nice clash to see because it wasn't where in a gangster movie everybody agrees to whatever he says it was none of that it was there's actually a person fighting against him within his own house. And she's also I really didn't like this character, but I feel like she was very necessary for the movie because over time you see how she affects Vale's character as well. Well, Sonia Agarwal kind of well, she kind of just regrets. Not she I mean she just doesn't regret. It's not her fault, but she kind of yeah. hates that he did this to her and she does end up saying she's going to go back to her original fiance. So that kind of probably has an effect and plus is uh, when he betrays his well he, he kind of does betray his best friend as in his best friend invites him to a wedding and yep. asks him to give up sorry, the tali to the guy and, him. <laughs> and that was that was like why so even when you know they invite him to the party the day before to his sister's wedding and even then he's they kind of showing that it was kind of obvious he's going to do something stupid at the wedding yeah yeah but you didn't expect that though yeah we would maybe he'll just control himself or not yeah we thought he would be at, at least there he would be a bit sensible but he still went off that so you know you how you said was the name Kamal's daughter in the movie she kind of is against what he's oh, doing right yeah, i'm yeah. saying this girl was against him as well but she had a main reason as well to be against him and it was yeah. because this happened and but then the thing is neha she actually knew everything yeah yeah so she was i i don't know if she was fine with it but she was okay to just like live with it i guess but yeah yeah she's a weird character yeah. but i feel like they people in these movies they should have people around them that are questioning everything they do and that way you get to see how they'll deal with it but in this in Nigan the only way he fights his daughter is that he says you know doing a good thing for for like other people isn't a bad thing but yeah. then she's like who are you to do that. choose what yeah. other people deserve yeah exactly so and when you watch the movie obviously you're going to go with the perspective of accepting Velu's character but from a reasonable perspective you're obviously going to agree with the daughter. The thing is the the gangsters the different kind of gangsters so you can't really mm-hmm. say why one's better than the other that's the only thing. If both of them were like Kuki Kuma then you can come up with or if both of them were like right. you know but this one they they just <laughs> I would say opposite but like the reasons they're doing stuff and what they do is different yeah, to each I other. Yeah but I saw the end 
Yeah, but at the end of the day, they're still seen as bad people at in different angles. Yeah. Right? So, in that sense. But one of the other things I did want to mention about why this movie is better is because this is where the Kamala-san's crying scene was very became very well known. Mm-hmm. Like, when you watch it, like, Vivek does a lot of mimicry about this in other movies, but mm-hmm. it's funny when he does it. It's just when you actually watch the movie and you understand what crying scene was necessary or why you made those weird sounds you kind of get it but i feel like just because of that crying scene you should definitely watch why it's there what else is there oh so we can't really compare a kamala's money latinum combination with ilay raja to danish Selva and you and it's because it's they're obviously next level compared to these guys even though we're just comparing the movies, I'm just saying in general, obviously the way they shot the movie is going to be better in loads of ways for Nigan compared to Puthipurte. Right. Just because yeah. of who they are and how much experience and knowledge they have compared to these yeah, guys. Yeah, but um, when Manu went in this movie, this was like his fourth or fifth movie. So he wasn't established just yet, but he was definitely not a new guy either right so he was like right in the middle of becoming yeah. who he is now i think this was silver lagoon's fourth movie but the other three movies he did were all kind of romantic uh, kind of things so okay. there were nothing yeah, like this here. so i think yeah my Ratnam's first gangster movie yeah, yeah. Cry again he did uh maunaragam i believe first and then some other movies i don't know of but yeah when you watch this movie i feel like it's been categorized to be an artsy film it's not it's definitely right in between artsy and commercial, but it's just you have to watch it and you'll see how there's certain things that give you the artsy vibe. And then there's certain things where, for example, like him fighting a scene or something like that, that's where it's like commercial. But I think I agree with the fact that his sense of shooting a scene, you know how like in even in his movies now, you see certain scenes that Money Ratnam does, but you don't see it in other movie just because he has that style. He has that ability to come up with that sense. And I thought that was nice to see, especially with that technology and that camera. Like, you can still see the roles when you're watching the movie. So that was nice to see that. It's not something he just came up with. It's been something that he's been doing for a lot of his movies. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? Uh, yeah, so uh, he does show it in a different... He does... His way of showing stuff is different. Yeah. Any final comments about these movies? <laughs> Yes, yes, I have my final comments. So, Time has said this is one of the 100 best films of all time. CNN said it's one of the greatest Indian films. And... And you got all of this around the time it came out? Or was this after a while? It's after, right? They're not going to tell you the rest 100 films. Oh, as in you're saying all time. Okay, okay. Of all time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then it's both. For Money Ratnam and Kamalasan, these are land. This is a landmark movie, so I definitely feel like that itself should tell you why this is a great film. Also, if you haven't watched Godfather, I don't know why you haven't, but if you haven't watched it, watch this first and then watch Godfather, and you'll just appreciate how much Money Ratnam has done in this. Definitely, it's inspired by Godfather, but you can see what Money Ratnam did to make sure that this movie fits for the Tamil industry. And why Godfather worked for, you know, Western industry. What about you? What would you like to say about your movie? 
I would say for the birthday, obviously didn't get much recognition around the time it came out. It was kind of a couple of years ago when lots of people were talking about for the birthday again and mm-hmm. saying how they missed out at the time. And it's definitely Selva's one of his best movies. And Dunwich, yeah. it's one of his movies that the first movies that showed he had all of this yeah. uh, talent and. Yep. Yeah, okay, so I would say Nigan is... So if it's like a positive villain, I would say I like Nigan a lot more. <laughs> a positive villain. Just, just because this one was more of a negative one, I guess I would say I like more in that way. And should we just say did, uh, if there were any other movies that we were considering to be yeah, our sure. Wait, I want to first say that Kamas and also won a national award for this. Oh, okay. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that itself proves to you why it's better. But yeah, did you want to mention other movies? Okay, okay, yeah. So this is one movie I was actually... So I watched a movie recently again. It was Aranyakandam. And it's even though it's a gangster movie, it has lots of other things happening. So now in Super Deluxe, there's lots of things happening, right? Yeah. Same director. So it... it I watched it. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a good gangster movie. It's just that it's not... 100% about the gang yeah. and stuff. It's like everything that yeah. happens within the same area as the where the gangsters are. It's a really mm-hmm. good movie that you should watch. And another, well, there's one more I wanted to say, and that's Ajit's movie, <laughs> Billa. That wasn't because of the actual story. It's just that how good Ajit actually looked as a <laughs> gangster in the movie, as Billa. Okay. David Billa, you'd see him in these suits. And you don't... I don't remember seeing people... As in villains, I mean villains looking like that in suits, right? Basha, he was wearing suit, but it was a different kind of suit. Well, this is kind of yeah. yeah. So I really liked that, and the music by Yuen was amazing too. So yeah, I think those two movies were the ones I wanted to uh, mention. Did you have any that you wanted to mention? I do want to mention Varachanda. I feel like that. It's going to be a gangster movie, but you do see a portion of it being gangster. Not the entire thing. I feel like Danush character wasn't, but it's going ahead that way. So I thought that definitely, especially for a movie that came out recently, I think that's a good gangster movie you should watch. And I think the other one would probably just be Talabadi. I don't know if that's gangster, to be very honest. I would consider it a gangster movie, yeah. Right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Talabadi and also uh, Kala. Oh yeah, Kala as well. That was yeah. So these were three movies I mentioned. Well, that's one, one movie we could talk about. What? In Pate and Chatukula. No! Is Samantha a gangster? No, she's she? like, oh, she's a psycho. She's not a gangster. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, that's it then. Nothing. And that okay. wasn't a good movie, so don't watch it. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> oh, my. A Samantha movie is bad. I did not think this yeah. would happen. Okay. So that was our favorite gangster movies. And do email us or tweet us your favorite gangster movies. And if you agree with us, and new episode every Monday.